0: This is another beautiful morning here in San Francisco. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, uh, shrimp boys and shrimp girls. Uh, my name is George MacIntyre. I'm your host uh, this morning. Uh, I got another great episode of Shrimp Boy Records Radio Hour uh, for y'all. I know I say that every week, but this, but I always mean it when I say it. And trust me, when I don't mean it, I will say that it's a not great show. If I have, like, if I just totally phone it in. And I just totally half-ass it and cut all the corners. Trust me, I will say that. Okay, look, I'm real with you. I got a really just okay, mediocre show today. I put in no work. I'm just degaffing. But until that day comes, I'm gonna keep saying I have an excellent show lined up for you. Um, Part of the reason today is so excellent because I have two guests. Uh, My second time ever having guests. I'm also my but my first time having two guests. We got two awesome. Uh, music connoisseurs of the Bay Area music pen masters, pen smiths, music writers, music journalists whatever you want to call them Um, Adrian Spinelli and uh, Alyssa Pereira are coming to join us Uh, you may have seen their work in such uh, local publications as the San Francisco Weekly, the San Francisco Chronicle 7x7 Magazine, um, the local CBS affiliate I believe um, as well and um, and a bunch of other uh, publications Uh, we're going to talk about Treasure Island that's coming up um let it any, any my any uh, my my local listeners um please let me know uh if you're going to Treasure Island uh you know uh, tune in um and and call in or text me at 240-994-9793 or find me on Twitter george m c i n t um and let me know uh if you're going to Treasure Island who you excited to see any any takes on Treasure Island as well um I will not be going to Treasure Island I know I know that sounds bad but um I got some other exciting stuff lined up for this weekend uh, for myself um, that I'm very excited to share with you. Also, there's some big Shrimp Boy developments as well. Um, he just, um, a New York Times magazine, not New York Times, but New York Times magazine feature just dropped about Shrimp Boy and his, and his whole ordeal. Um, it includes a great recipe for prison wine um, that I I'm absolutely must share with you. Um, but I'll get into that later. Also, um, I'm really obsessed with this Reddit thread. Um, that's called. It's on the r ask Reddit, which means you just ask like questions about people's experience and stuff like that. And says, "What's the most fucked up game of Truth or Dare you've ever had?" So we're definitely gonna get to that. So the first hour is gonna be me doing me. You know, I'm gonna talk about Shrimp Boy. I'll talk about the Reddit thread. I'll play some of my slaps. I'll talk about my weekend stuff, um, and I'll take your requests. And then at the half, at halftime, Alyssa and Adrian will come through and will. They got some slaps they want to share. Um, they're gonna talk about some of their writing experiences, and you know. ...and what and, uh, and tips for going to festivals... ...and all the other sort of... Uh, ...things and nuances... ...myopia of... ...I don't know if I use that word correct... ...but sometimes I just say words... ...I don't know... Um, of, ...of the Bay Area music scene... ...so we're going we're gonna to delve into that... ...and it's going to be a fun time folks... ...so strap in... ...get your headphones on... ...get your speaker game right... ...and come on down to Shrimp Boys Town... Um, ...so anyway... Uh, first up, we got some M.I.A., and then we play some uh, schoolboy Q after that. This first song is called uh, Swords by M.I.A.
1: The happiness. We the, bros, we the Bros. Life for me, is just we the Bros. We the Bros. We the bros. Life for me, is just we the I'll fuck her once and I can fuck her twice. And you heard me right, I might fuck tonight. I'm fuck her once and I can fuck her twice. And you
2: heard me right, I might fuck tonight.
3: If I fuck her once, then I can fuck her twice If I fuck her twice, I might change her life If I change her life, she might hit my weed We can have a summer, running off for three Her marrying me, I'll keep it strictly G My philosophy, up on living right Nigga weed and bruising head every night Hope the pussy nice, cause I'ma fight the bitch Beat it down and shit, I be clowning with Black hippie Crow, how swag am I? Be the reason why, she wanna drown my dick But i super lied, she was super dry No paper planes, the Vegas apply Don't act surprised, too much locus side. Let's get stupid high, to where I can't reply Love smoking dope, I won't compromise yeah. We the bros, we the Life for me is just we the brew.
1: We, we Life for me is just we the a I, fuck and I fuck twice. you heard me right, I might fuck tonight. If I the once, and I can fuck twice. and you heard me right, I might fuck tonight.
2: Yeah, yeah. give me this.
1: Cost a lot of skrilla, Same for that foreign gas tank I fill up. And honestly, this whole tape sound like a classic. All it's missing is a thriller. Single, mingle with the stars. I'm supposed to be in jail. I'm just looking at the odds. How much to beat them? Defeated, um. And them naysayers we never needed, um. This is what a cush high sound like. Bad bitch up in the back, a sound bites. So smoke it down. It up. See them fly world chains, and you know it's us. Niggas walking in like the owners. Smelling like that, cause I'm in with the stoners. <laughs> Waking up on earth didn't sound right. Cause when you wake up in fly world, it sound like. Yeah, told the moon I would be a star. She told me see you when you get here, get here My dad told me I should give it time, give it time. I told him I'ma make it this year. this year Keisha told me had some class Pour it in a glass Everybody's watching you It's time to show your ass I told her you know how it does it Owning this bitch like it's nothing Nothing Bottles of that Clico, Pour it in a chalice Been the king for years All I need is a palace And the queen bad bitches shoot the resume They always come they never stay <laughs> and this right here's a victory of victory Seattle got one and this is me waking up on earth didn't sound right cuz when you wake up in fly world it sound like this a
4: sound like this, this is a sound like Sound like This is what a good shot sound, like. sound like This is what a good shot sound like this is, this is what a good shot sound like This is what a good shot sound like Did me back a $20 bill? Oh, oh, there's some weird shit there, man There's D sitting in the bushes, man Does he have a gun? I don't know, man I don't know What, what? Red Team Go Red Team Go It's just some weird shit, man Hey, yo, wait. Dude, I'm gonna check out the stars.
0: The last track was uh, called "Matele," spelled M-E-T-E-L-E, uh, by uh, Buscabula. And before uh, that was "Cush High" by Eight Four Fly. And for that one, we had "Hands on the Wheel" by Scoobo Q ASAP Rocky. And before that, we had uh, "Swords" uh, by M-I-A. Um I was really grooving to the last song. I was definitely, uh, you know, swaying. I let loose. My muscles were let loose. I was sort of doing my little groove dance, where I just sort of move my arms like spaghetti, and they're sort of just waving back and forth, and I'm just like sort of vibing in my, in my chair right here, and I made a Snapchat uh, with that song, so check it out on my Snapchat, Jorge Mac. Um, folks, so for those who just tuned in, um, today's very special because we have two guests, my um, second time ever having guests, and my first time having two de- uh, guests, um, shout out to uh, Cosmic Amanda for installing two guest chairs and two guest mics and two guest headphones because she knew... That the radio DJs would want to have lots of guests, not just one guest, but also multiple guests um, sometimes. So uh, for those who don't know, um, Adrian and Alyssa are two local luminaries of the Bay Area music journalism scene. Um, they've written for pretty much every sort of local publication and other national publications um, as well. Um, Adrian is currently he's just a full time freelancer. I want to say full time. I mean, like every night of the week he's at a show. And Alyssa works as an editor at um, pop cult, pop music editor at the San Francisco uh, Chronicle. And you'll get to hear more from them later about uh, for their picks for Treasure Island Music Festival and how to navigate at a festival like Treasure Island, and just for other takes on the local Bay Area music scene. But until then, um, we have some very important um, developments. As you know, you guys know, this name of the show is called Shrimp Boy Records. Um, Shrimp Boy Records Radio Hour uh, is the full uh, name. And there's some very important Shrimp Boy news. Um, Shrimp Boy actually is a real person. He is an OG of the Chinatown, San Francisco's Chinatown, um, you know, sort of underworld and uh he has a new he had he's been profiled by the New York Times magazine. Uh comes out in print this Sunday, but it's already online. Make sure to check it out. I will be tweeting it um after I read um in a little bit. So check out my Twitter, George M C. I N T. Um and you know it's funny, someone emailed me, um a dedicated listener to the show emailed me, it's like, Hey, uh Shrimp so Shrimp Boy's a real person? And I was like, Yeah, that's the namesake, it's the the tu- the titular character. I hope that I pronounced it right. The titular character of my whole act here is Shrimp, Raymond uh, Shrimp Boy uh, Chow and also actually Raymond Chow is not even his real name uh, but I'll get into that later so um, I'm not going to just focus on the piece entirely but there's one thing I really want to uh, talk about right now and that is um, Shrimp Boy's recipe for prison wine um, also known as Pruno I did not know this um, so he's, he's spent a lot of time he's, he's been around the block um, you know he's, he's been on that rodeo um, and but he's been trying to get out of that life But then that life's trying to suck him back in. So that's the sort of the whole crux of his ordeal right now. But, um, so yeah, I'm going to get into his, uh, okay. So second paragraph in the, in the piece says, uh, shrimp boys prison party dishes included a dip made with smoked oysters available in the commissary and the tuna and jalapeno green onions and mayonnaise. He said, we put that on a Ritz cracker or corn chip. That's a very good spread. We also make the pork and the chicken tamale egg roll kind of thing. Um, a tamale, egg roll kind of thing, which Shrimp Boy ate when he was when he could abscond with leftover grits from the breakfast in prison, is made by s- spreading the cooled, thickened grits out like fl- grits out flat like sushi rice, adding the chicken or pork filling, rolling it all up, and wrapping the log in a damp paper towel and a plastic trash bag and steaming it in a microwave. Um, and now here comes the the recipe for uh, this is how you make uh, prison wine. Also, the context is he's making this out of prison, so. He he can go to like any liquor store or wine shop in San Francisco and get some of the best wine you know because we have the best wine out here. But I love his commitment to making uh, prison wine. I mean, he's the all these DIY shops and DIY hipster shit ain't got nothing on Shrimp Boy. So, so check this out. So Shrimp Boy's Pruno is a classic blend: grapefruit juice for acid, apple juice for sugar, bread for yeast, and orange slices. Eight days before the party. Um, shrimp boy placed all the ingredients in a paint bucket then left the bucket on his girlfriend's porch in the sun so its contents could ferment a couple hours before the guests arrived shrimp boy strained the pruno through his girlfriend's stockings I felt pretty funny about it he told me as if he strongly suspected that this wasn't normal but was totally but wasn't totally sure you gotta, you gotta respect him for that he is a man dedicated to his craft um, I mean he's still like sort of living that prison life at, even when he's free um, so, I mean, wh- where it, he should get his like own DIY award, you know? Um, there's a lot of, old, you know, DIY, DIY, is old trending shit, you know, like DIY this, DIY that. But now this, this is some real DIY shit right here. So, um, any sh- any uh, Shrimp Boy Records listeners out there, if you um, if you end up making um, that wine, please let me know um, and tune into next week's show and let us know how it is. Um, we really would love to pr- uh, hear whether or not um your 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 uh, your take on uh the shrimp boy's uh wine recipe so so make sure so read the rest of the article it's it's, it's a it's well written it's awesome it's a great story and you'll learn a lot about um shrimp boy and like sort of history of san francisco crime and a lot of what, what he's going through right now and so so you can check out my twitter feed i'll be tweeting out uh, later so um you're back to the music um Look at my playlist right now, and uh, we got a lot of good stuff. Um, so I'm gonna start off with some a uh, little bit of house music. So it's gonna be a little dancey. Um, so prepare yourself for that. This is What I Might Do by Ben Pierce.
5: But then I'll it, by then I just sat at the back Keeping you out the way you act It that, shrinking back, getting out of line And I'm making you back in your place Damn. All is well and all is good Stay in your place, don't be no fool Get along alright, you look like a the type that would drive like. by. Mm-hmm. Best off been a friend to me You don't want to offend me Better play it cool, don't know what I might do I knew just what it had to be When I heard you say what you said to me You never do I look like you're working up an appetite for the night. can't yeah, get by then I just sat in the back Keeping you out the way you act It was stringing that Getting out of line I'm making you back in your place
4: Yeah.
3: You my right hand, you my go-to Told me everything about you, that's a bold move I know that you're out here, and there's things you gotta go through Just know that these streets just don't love you like I do yeah. And they never will, but I swear you gotta chill, you wanna grip as well. And I know you can't wait. You dream big and sleep late. You got to lie on your plate. That's why you're always working. Ah, taking pictures of yourself. You don't see anybody else. And you like oh well. You like fucking oh well. My past behind me like a ponytail, but you're my right hand. You're my go-to. Told me everything about you. That's a bold move. I know that you're out here. And this things you gotta go through. Yeah. Just know that these streets just don't love you like I do, yeah, and they never will. Okay, I know you want the Audi, I know you want to go to Maui, you and all your girlfriends, the ones you never bring around me, cause you don't trust me like your last man did he open doors for you, buy the things you can't afford for you, cause he must've did a lot for you, I just fell back with it, and now your past is behind you like the car with the strap in it, thank God that's finished. Now it's back to business Any more Henny and you're past the limit You told me about the picture, now you have the sin. it I would never put you on blast when I get it You're my right hand You're my go-to Told me everything about you That's a bold move I know that you're out here And there's things you gotta go through yeah. Just know that these streets just don't love you like I do And they never will You my right hand, you my go-to, told me everything about you, that's a bold move, I know that you're out here, and there's things you gotta go through, just know that these streets just don't love you like I do, yeah, and they never will.
0: what is that what is that bass sound that really like uh just that's definitely this face and doing uh do something like that thing like i was definitely had a look on my face like i smelled some piss uh type this face that's uh, that song was right hand by drake um for someone who much to, to as drake as i do i kind of slept on that track i mean well when i would say slept i mean like that track sort of like you drop and then i missed it for the for like two months um, and I just discovered like last week and it's been around a while. It's been around since like back to back, but I guess like the back to back and, uh, charged up, like took up all the, the, the press and the, all the coverage and attention inch, all the shine that right hand just got like no shine at all. On only like the true hip hop heads, a uh, new bad when it came out. So I'm guessing not a true hip hop head. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, right hand by Drake. Before that we had atomic bomb by William Onyeabor, a favorite of mine around here. I was, you know, I always got love uh, for international funk uh, from Africa, from Turkey, from all around the world. Um, if you have any really good recommendations for like sort of like 70s, 80s, psychedelic, really obscure type funk, um, please send it my way. Um, I would love to play it on air. Um, and for that, we had What I Might Do um, by uh, Ben Pierce, um, a very sort of Vogue feeling house track, um, that classic four on the floor beat. Um, and sort of galvanizing piano uh, riff right there. It's a great track to listen to, and it feels it kind of feels like a like a like a swarthy, like sort of spooky vibe to it. It'd be great to play at a Halloween party, and the whole place is just covered up in in uh, in fog in you uh, know party fog, and you just can't even um, see anyone. But the track uh, comes on, and you're just like, mm, I'm feeling this, um, folks. We got about 20 minutes left until we have our guests come on, um, Adrian Spinelli and Alyssa Pereira. Um, it's gonna, we're having a great show, with then we're going to talk about Treasure Island, of course, because Treasure Island is this weekend. And we're talking about the Bay Area music scene because they are Bay Area music writers. And we'll just talk about whatever uh, comes up um, in, our, in our conversations. Um, but before that, I want to share with you that I'm seeing my main man, uh, DJ Harvey, uh, tonight. And um, you know, loyalists in the show will know that I am a big fan of uh, DJ Harvey. I am also president of the, DJ, the Bay Area chapter of DJ Harvey Fan Club as well. Um, and he, folks, is coming to Public Works tonight. I ain't got tickets, and I'm um, I'm going solo because I just cannot get anyone to go with me. And I I didn't even try to get anyone to go with me. I'm just like I can't even get my girlfriend to go. I don't even ask her to go with me. So I'm I'm going stag to DJ Harvey's show. Um, and you know, and I said this quote plenty of times, but I'm safe for the new listeners. Uh, you know, he once said that like to understand the blues, you have to have your heart broken, and to understand my music, you have to have uh, an orgy on ecstasy. Um which is very uh yeah, that's that to put that is for someone who doesn't know uh DJ Harvey at all, that is how that is uh that's how that's who he is. That's basically his essence right there. Um I will not I don't think there's gonna be a uh, ecstasy orgy tonight, um, on the Florida Public Works. Um I've seen DJ Harvey plenty of times, but I've never seen one of those ecstasy orgies um just break out. Maybe he does like maybe one of his like his private shows, he does that. Um, and where he's just like DJing and being in origin at the same time. Um, that sounds really sick. Uh, to that sounds awesome actually. Um, if he if he could do that, and I know he's the man to do that. If anyone could DJ and be, participate in origin at the same time, it's my main man DJ Harvey. Um, so I'm gonna play a couple tracks uh, from some of his mixes over the years. Um, he just he just he has the best taste in music. Um, he and if any time you see like a dance party of just some some really obscure random soul or funk or disco house whatever um that you've never heard of but you'll love he is the man for you um basically when i go to see dj harvey i just i put my phone on full i charge it up 100 percent and then i just put on the auto shazam and i just put it in my pocket i have my make sure i have like a little like uh you know one of those pockets uh on your chest on a shirt and i just put my phone there and i put the mic up so it gets all the sound i just put on auto shazam and just shazam all the songs uh that whole night because that's yeah that's what i do So, yeah, I'm playing a couple tracks from some of his mixes. The first up is called Time Out um, by Terror Train. current track right here is monkey chop by dan and i and for that was time out by terror uh, by terror train and so yeah that's sort of what you get in when you uh see dj harvey show you get good ass music that you've never knew existed that last track i bet you that hit you like a like a ton of bricks that just came out of nowhere too just boom just straight up like that so um not he used to play much more mellow stuff than that but i just like that that song right there um and before before our guests come through, uh, I mentioned earlier that I, wanna, I really want to read this Reddit thread about what's the most fucked up game of truth or dare you've ever had. And there are some doozies. Oh, my God. So, right away, the first comment is, uh, this girl was dared to kiss me or lick the toilet. Now, I'm sure you can guess why this was the top most upvoted comment in the thread. Because she licked the toilet. Oh, that's got to hurt. Oh, that is... A fucking gut punch uh right there, like, oh my god, god damn. Um also uh it's also gets kinda like morbid. You know, there's like truth or dare, truth. Um someone asked, Who was your first lay? And this person was she said, her dad, and that's why her dad was in prison. Oh, that is really dark. Um and uh another one, um, oh, this person mentioned playing against playing cards against humanity. Um and the black card was, What ended my last relationship? And uh, mom throws down a brain tumor everyone is shocked in silence because her and her husband the dad of the person divorced probably because of the stress of his brain tumor was put on the marriage so yeah uh, Cards Against Humanity can get real 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 fast um, let's see Oh, this one right here is, um, this was, he talks about, this is before the internet. Learn about and seeing the new female form was elusive for some of us. Me and my friend were dared to strip down and jerk each other off in exchange for seeing the girl's boobs. We were 13, she was 15. I regret nothing. And he adds on later. Yes, we finished. Yes, it was awkward afterwards. Boobs, no regrets. Um, This guy, uh, he was lucky. This does not happen in the internet era. because someone would have taken snap, sent some secret pictures. That would have been real bad. Um, but I guess that person's really committed to, to Truth or Dare. you gotta, you got to admire the, the commitment right there. Um, and this other one, uh, this was... It was Truth or Dare at a girlfriend's house back in high school. And she had a really nice house. Me, two guy friends, and two girlfriends. Um, it eventually led to the Dare and the girls go into the shower naked. Which could fit quite a few people for a shower, actually. One girl dared the guy to get naked. The other girl dares the guy, other guy to get n- naked. And I'm sitting there with my boxers on. No one bothered to dare me after any, anything after that. They were having a foursome in the shower. I was sitting in the bedroom adjacent to the bathroom with my boxers. That hurt. Wow. Truth of there is vicious, yo. This is... Um, this is I don't mean to be downer for you guys right now. But yeah, this is, this is mainly downers uh, right here. But also some of them are, are kind of hilarious. Um, I, I I really encourage you to to check out the rest of them. It's it's a great sort of work procrastination lunchtime uh, read. Um, just a great time killer. Just all sorts of really great questions of people's experiences on at Reddit um, right there. So yeah, the most fucked up game of truth there. If you guys want to share, if anyone listens out there want to share uh, my your fucked up most fucked up experience at truth or Dare, please don't hesitate to to, to communicate. Um, Tix me at 240 uh, 9793 Or you can email me at Geo.mcint uh, At gmail.com I will grant anonymity if you uh, Request it um, I definitely won't, don't want to put your name out there And cause any harm in your life So if you want to be anonymous um, you, you, you are granted uh, that right uh, Folks we got about 10 more minutes Before our guests come through um, Oh I just got the text for them um, I'm going to come through and, and, uh, and get them real quick. So I'm going to play uh, about, I'm just going to put the playlist on for about like four songs. And then uh, we'll see what happens. So yeah, this is, um, the first I'm going to do some kindness, then some uh, Travis Scott, and then some tan lines.
4: down the line
2: Don't you, This week I don't do no hoes. My nigga That's enough at the night show
1: Go get it, go get it. My nigga, they hatin', they stakin', they waitin'. Don't be mistaken, we dyin', they standin'. Lord, I'm on fire, they thinkin' I'm saved. Callin' me crazy on different occasions. Kicking the cameraman off on my stages. Cause I don't like how he's snapping my angles. I'm overboard and I'm over impatient. Over my niggas and these, cause my agents. dealing with more shit that's more complicated. Like these two bitches that might be related. h time, you got one. And hey, you be like a number one. It's late now, you got a late show. If
2: you wanna roll, I got a place where I... Uh... Pop it. Low key at the night show So don't
0: you open up that window don't you Hello, Shrimp Boys and Shrimp Girls. Uh, the last track was Antidote um, by Travis Scott. Uh, great news, everybody. Our guests have finally arrived. They're all locked and loaded. Give a round, warm round of applause <laughs> um, for Adrian Spinelli and Lisa Pereira. Welcome to Shrimp Boy Records. Hi. Hello. How you guys, doing today? I'm
6: good. It's good it's good to be on uh, the radio show with the best name in
0: the business, Shrimp Boy Records. Oh, thank boy you. Records. Thank you. I didn't even come up with the name. Yeah. All all credit goes to the Shrimp Boy himself. This is just this <laughs> is an homage. Um, so give us a little introduction. Um, who do you who are you guys? What do you do? What's what's on your what's on your mind grapes?
7: Mind grapes. Um, yeah. Um, uh, I am Alyssa. I uh, I'm working for SF Gate. Just started there a couple weeks ago. Um, and, uh, yeah, I write about music, pop culture, that kind of stuff. i mm-hmm. um, excited for Treasure Island this
6: weekend. Sweet. Like, likewise, excited yeah. about Treasure Island. That's definitely what's on my mind. Uh, I'm Adrian Spinelli, and mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm an editor at Fest 300, and then I write for SF Weekly and, and The Chronicle and mm-hmm. Pace Mag and Pigeons and Planes,
0: and all over the place. And also a full-time concert guru. You were at a yeah. concert every night. I see your Snapchat and it's like every show. You got the rickshaw one night. You got the film the next night. Um, how, where do you get this concert budget money? And, or do you just get uh, passes? Or are you And also, how do you have the energy to just go to a concert well, every mean, night I, of the week? I
6: cover everything one way or another okay. if I'm not, you know, reviewing or interviewing somebody. So it's not yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like I'm just like, you'll <laughs> let me into this show. <laughs> you know, I'm doing work for it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the energy... Uh, I, I don't know, I really can't answer that. It's a lot It's a lot of I'm fueled by passion.
0: yes, so now do you, do you write your show reviews right after you go to the show?
6: Yeah, if I do review, um, okay. they generally have to be in in the morning unless it's like a weekend show or something, but
0: yeah, I, I, I can never do that when the my ears are still ringing and I'm still kind of drunk and I get home at midnight and like mm-hmm. uh, I cannot I just wait till the next morning, I wake up early and then I just like send it like 30 minutes after a deadline. Yeah, and do you do same thing, Alyssa?
7: It's it's easy to like forget things if you wait till the next morning. Yes. I found. Like it's it's hard, but if you go home and you just like crank it out, like crank out like five hundred words or whatever at midnight, it sucks. But at least you get to kind of sleep in the next day. So I, yeah. that's my preference.
6: I t- I do the the iPhone Notepad. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, so you're you're live reviewing. Yeah. I learned I learned from uh, from the great Chris Trenchard. That was always his his meme when we'd go to shows. And then when I started doing it, I just did the same thing. So
0: you just sort of like if you have a beer in your hand and you're just sort of like one beer in one hand and you're just like typing on the other hand yeah just like sort or, of like,
6: or like put the beer in your pocket or okay. something like that That's so like, trick
7: how do you what <laughs> well
6: if it's a bottle it fits okay. in your pocket
0: like. but then you're also taking uh, photos too so you got you have you're just completely occupied you got your yeah, beer sometimes. in the hand and the photos but in photos front. is
6: like if you're in a photo pit it's yeah. three songs that's the yeah. rule mm-hmm. so you know once you're out you're out
0: mm-hmm um, so I guess I assume both of you're going to be writing reviews and doing pictures for uh, the upcoming festival. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So tell our listeners all around the world. You know we're live in uh, in all six con- in six continents. Sometimes we get Antarctica, but uh, not some that, not today. Um, so what? Is, why is Treasure Island like a unique festival? Why is it like better than most festivals? And also, why I think it's the best Bay Area festival. But that's just my take. If you want to disagree or agree. You're more than welcome to we we accept all sorts of discourse around here
7: i uh, i I would agree with that I think it is one of the best fests maybe the best one um it's it's gorgeous like first of all like mm-hmm. there is no setting that that bests the sunset over mm-hmm. <laughs> over the island it's gorgeous um it's also what I really like about it it's not crowded um and it's easy to like because there are no overlapping sets you can go mm-hmm. to all the bands you want to see so I love that
6: about it. Yeah, and it's, you know, to that last point right there, it's kind of like the OG boutique festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, you know, when it started eight or nine years ago, yeah. it was, like, the first of its kind, this, like, small, mm-hmm. intimate festival. And now there's so many yes. festivals around the country, around the world. Yeah. But Treasure Island's kind of been our little yeah. mainstay here in the Bay.
0: It's so. sort of like like Hayes Valley and, like, Valencia had like pop-up shops at a, at a music festival you do sort of like that sort of kitschy <laughs> stuff and yeah. um really artsy crafty stuff and you can get really lost in it uh too that's what i like about um, treasure island it's like very low-key very like laid back chilled and i mean the views are amazing like i actually did the fe- I, I i bit the bull and did the ferris wheel last year but then it was like a two yeah so i didn't get to see the the sunset but that was actually worth the the wait in line you oh yeah the ferris wheel
7: no. I yeah, I mean,
6: may, maybe to, like, get yeah. a look from up there, take some photos or something. But, yeah. I mean, if you've never done the Ferris wheel, you, you kind of have to do it yeah. once. How do, time,
7: how do you have time to review the thing and do the Ferris wheel? I
6: don't know. I mean, that's why how I have, another, I have another photographer with me, too. Yeah. So okay. I did it just so I could, uh, I got him on just so I could ride the Ferris wheel. Okay. And <laughs> no. uh,
0: are you doing photos and reviews for Fest 300?
6: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And no one else? Um, no. There, there's some other stuff in the works. I mean, okay. you'd be surprised, like, how much is, you know, still in motion before mm-hmm. tomorrow. But, um... Yeah, I know that we're doing, SF Weekly is doing like a comprehensive recap. Like a mm-hmm. lot of people will be uh,
0: doing reviews. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, also you're going to be doing the same for the SF Gate?
7: Yep. I'll be covering it for SF Gate.
0: Mm-hmm. So, who are you guys most excited uh, to see? Like on Saturday? So, for those guys who no, don't know, Saturday is sort of the more electronic, more dancey day. And Sunday has always been the more indie rock, sort of sit down on a blanket, sort of and enjoying the tunes uh, type of day. But it's kind of changed recently, hasn't it? They sort of muddled the two, the the wall, I feel like.
6: Yeah, I mean, I think on Saturday, I'm really stoked for mm-hmm. we we'll, who we'll hear, I guess, in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been really into that Skylar Spence album. Like, yeah, I, I woke cool. up this morning and I put it on and it was just like, got me in a good mood. Very happy. I think it's going to be interesting how that's, it's like a really high energy set that's opening the day on Saturday, like right mm-hmm. at noon. And mm-hmm. so you know it's like if you're not feeling the vibe you're gonna feel it immediately like when you get in there mm-hmm. and then and then fk twigs i saw her at fyf festival in la and it was just mm-hmm. incredible so
0: oh i'm really jealous you went to that um when i was in LA, i used to go there a couple of times and it was it had a great music taste but it had shitty logistics like wait an hour and a half yeah. to get into the festival and then it everywhere they're getting there yeah <laughs> it's still not perfect well they how's uh, the new venue better like, it's, it's bigger, so I feel like... Maybe yes and no. I mean, it's, like, on the
6: edge of the sports arena. and like, yeah. It's, like, this massive parking lot for the L.A. Coliseum. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's it's definitely unique. You know what I mean? But, you know, like, some of the logistical stuff is still kind of mind-boggling. Yeah. But, anyways, enough about
4: FYF. Mm-hmm.
7: <laughs> well, I'm excited yeah. about Run the Jewels, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen them once or twice before. And they're just, they're so good. And I'm, I really hope that they play mm-hmm. some Meow Jewels because I'm obsessed and I'm Cat Lady. Um, I am also, I'm really bummed that Azalea canceled. Um, I have been waiting for her to come to the Bay for forever.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Azalea Banks, right now, Iggy Azalea. Oh, yeah. Just to sorry, be sure. Yeah, Azalea Banks.
7: <laughs> okay. um, other than that, i um, excited for Shamir. Excited mm-hmm. for. Uh, X-Hex and,
0: yeah mm-hmm. that's it's X-Hex not the X-Hex I, I learned this yes. earlier X-Hex when we were composing the the Treasure Island playlist mm-hmm. we're doing all Treasure Island uh, tunes for the rest of the show um, for all listeners out there that's X-E-X and then H-E-X yes. just yeah. mm-hmm. just putting it I out feel there
6: like, I feel like that Shamir set is probably yeah. gonna be like you know it's I'm thinking it's gonna be like the most all-encompassing like dance party because a mm-hmm. lot of like the electronic DJs that are playing are very uh, they're very niche and they're very like mm-hmm. more uh Traditional like electronics where Shamir is, like dance pop and it's yeah. happening like right in the middle of the afternoon. I think it's like a three o'clock or 3.30 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, maybe four. And I don't know. I just feel like people who haven't heard Shamir are going to be like, whoa, this is really cool and mm-hmm. it's just going to go off.
0: Mm-hmm. And we'll be playing some Shamir later on. Yeah. Um, so, one, one kind of, I guess, sort of conflict I've had with Trejan in the past is that even though there's no over- overlapping sets, I'm still torn between either sticking around. At a, at, a, at a stage and getting close for you know just like giving up on that hour of music and just getting close for one act or just sort of being in sort of in the back or middle but seeing all the music as possible so what do you guys do would you rather you know just <coughs> stick around for an hour or 45 minutes or how long the, the music is not playing and then get up close get for, up close for an act or it's like any music as long as I don't care where I am music is music or I in between. Don't,
7: I don't care too much about being in the front. Um you know, a lot of these a lot of these acts are uh they tour and you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. you will likely get a chance to see them again later on. Yeah. So to me it's not so important to uh to get right up there or to wait. I'd rather fill that time with music.
0: Mm-hmm. And you say this as a music journalist or as a music just listener?
7: Probably that's uh <laughs> as a music journalist it's probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
6: Um, I I think there's definitely, like... This is, like, insider tip right here, Mm -hmm. Treasure Island tip. I think there's definitely, like, a methodology. Uh, What's cool is that there's still 15 minutes in between each set, I think. Right? Like, there's Um, not... It's not, like, immediate. Like, there's a little period, maybe. Did they change that for this year? I I have a feeling they did. But generally, if you start walking away, like, towards the end of one set, you can mosey up pretty close to, uh, Mm -hmm. to to the front of one of the other ones. Like, if there's... I remember few years ago, Divine Fitz was playing on the uh, tunnel stage, which is like the smaller one. Yeah. And we got up there early and we were right in front and it was that like sunset time slot where it's like so beautiful and you want, we wanted to be up in front. So it's mm-hmm. for somebody you really, you really like, you know, maybe leave that other set just a little bit early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: yeah. So you think, you think it depends on the artist uh, itself?
6: Yeah, unless you're one of those people who just wants to be in the front for yeah. everything, I mean... <laughs> but
7: this, this festival, like, there's a lot of variation, so, like, chances are, I mean, unless you're, like, the biggest music fan, you're gonna... There's gonna be acts that you're not super stoked on, so mm-hmm. I think, you know, in the interest of this kind of festival, you know, might be worth it to go and wait.
6: Yeah, it looks like there's five minutes in between certain sets, okay. and I, I think that that might be like a function of like someone like Sound Tribe Sector Nine has yeah. a five minute gap between when Cashmere Cat ends, yeah. probably because it's like a really elaborate setup, and mm-hmm. they need a little bit. They need that extra five minutes yeah. to make it happen. So. And it's
0: not even that big of a festival grounds. Like you're not going from like yeah, um, it's not it's certainly not Outside Lands. Yeah, um, see that's that's another plus uh, that Charge Line has on outside lands besides the weather um mm-hmm. as well is that you can walk from the on one stage to the other stage in five minutes um in fact you could probably there's points where you could like see you don't have to move at all like you can yeah. just like some people can't some people camp out like yeah.
6: right in between yeah they lay a blanket point.
0: down and that's just where they chill exactly so, yeah. see that's the way to go if you just have like a steady supply of beer or whatever yeah thing that you're, you're grooving on mm-hmm. um you're set you just camp there and uh, hope people don't just stampede you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you guys uh, done this, a lot of pre-sort uh, of coverage. Um, Listen, you you interviewed churches um, and you interviewed the National both for uh, SF Chronicle. Um, I know was was yours in the print or online or just online?
7: So I did. I did three pre-interviews. Okay, so churches. Who else? Uh, I did churches, um, Viceroy, mm-hmm. and Shamir.
0: Mm-hmm. So what was it like talking to those three?
7: Um, the uh Church's own uh, full disclosure was a little bit last minute. Yeah. Um it came out um it came out really nicely actually. Yeah. Um they were all sort of uh you know I didn't need a lot of time, so we didn't go mm-hmm. super in depth to like, you know, the foundations of their music. But um they you know their their profiles are a little um it's kinda, you know, excited to be at Treasure Island, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. So but they're good.
0: I, I like Besides their music, I feel like churches are, like, really good people to have. They're it, so nice. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I would love to be friends with them. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could have to be like a cut a buddy. You could just, like, depend on, like, you're in nice, sort of, a, you need some help right now. You're going through some tough times. I feel like <laughs> I could call up any one of those me- band members. <laughs> yeah. And they could help out. Okay. I don't, I'm just basing that off of interviews. That could be totally wrong, but I just, I got a gut feeling.
7: Oh, yeah. They're so friendly. It's easy interview.
0: Mm-hmm. I saw that you interviewed Ian Cook and not Lauren Cook. Yes. She, she used those the interviews, right?
7: Uh yeah, she normally does. I think she's probably been a little bit inundated with requests lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I interviewed I interviewed Ian. Um, uh, Chris Trenchard interviewed um,
6: Martin Doherty. Martin Doherty, yeah. right
7: okay. for Seven by Seven. She's
6: been kind of a polarizing uh figure, like in the in music, just because she's very forward with um with a lot of I mean, and and rightfully so, with a mm-hmm. lot of her her feminist takes and just. Mm-hmm you know the, I don't know she's drawing a lot of attention to herself mm-hmm. and um I think maybe that's why she's shying away from interviews so people yeah. don't just ask about that instead yeah. of the band yeah, yeah. that's you know? true she's
0: certainly not afraid the, the to call out anything um yeah like I like the, there's that one guy um who yelled out marry me at a show and she was just like no I don't want to have that and mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah, I mean like you would think like it's just sort of on a on a service level is like, Oh, that doesn't seem um like too bad. Like people say like concerts all the time, but then when you get like her later explanation, you realize like, Okay, yeah, I can see why um she may, she has a really valid point. Yeah. Um and just anytime like if you're a woman expressing like sort of a forceful opinion or like being an opinion on the internet um, you're just going to get a torrent of abuse uh that mm-hmm. guys just don't ever and, and a lot of attention
6: to that matter too which i'm yeah. sure is probably something she doesn't want like sit there and you know beleaguer um, in interviews yeah.
0: so yeah and she's also she's also a music writer she's one of us as well she i think she's she ma- majored in journalism or something but she's i know she's written on the guardian about like feminism and mm-hmm. um and dealing with sexism in the music industry as well
7: yeah she she got started i think in her professional life before churches as like a not an intern but like I think it was kind of like an assistant editor position at a newspaper in Scotland.
6: Oh, so right. something
7: something like that. Like she has she has some real chops with it, so
6: have you have you seen this? There there was a I saw a while back, there's like a group of prominent women in music who like they get together for like a quarterly or I, I don't really know what the time frame is, like a summit and it was like Lauren from churches and Courtney Barnett and I think Lord was there too mm-hmm. and they like discussed these types of issues and I saw some press about it when it came out and it was just there were just so many like really talented uh female musicians and it just I, I haven't heard about it in a while but mm-hmm. it looked like a really a really amazing concept
4: mm-hmm.
0: so that sounds yeah. like a Justice League of like, Superwoman <laughs> yeah, musicians right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah they're all,
6: they're all singing at once
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. and you talked to the, the National um, uh, they're closing out a Sunday night right yeah they're okay. closing out the festival so uh, have you always been a big National fan
6: yeah big time um, I, I, I think the Nationals are one of those bands that I always say they kind of reward the fans who have like their music kind of rewards the people who have Paid attention to their whole uh, discography because mm-hmm. it's kind of like a linear theme, you know. About I don't know growth, like personal growth yeah. and stuff. So uh, yeah, it was cool. I think the coolest thing that I kind of uncovered was that they Scott, the bass player, who I talked to, and Matt Berninger, the front man with mm-hmm. the baritone voice, uh, they lived in San Francisco when they were younger. When they were in college, they were like interns out here, and uh, and I thought that was really cool. And they were like telling me about. Like, he's like, oh, we lived on like Post Street. Uh, just above the Tenderloin and they were like playing oh, wow. open mics and stuff and I was like oh that's awesome and it's uh, and it's kind of funny like I've talked to another couple artists who have like expressed how they were in a creative lull and then they spent X amount of time in San Francisco and mm-hmm. it just sparked creativity like the last yeah. one was I talked to Kindness mm-hmm. and he had a story where it was like coming to San Francisco he made certain connections or there was some inspiration that uh, that he got from being out here and then the the classic story is Bell and Sebastian and yeah. Stuart Murdoch came to San Francisco and you know, some of his music is about
0: mm-hmm. that time in his life. So yeah. um which I think that's going to be a thing of the past I don't, I don't think this any sort of artists. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to sing about Oakland yeah, like Oakland exactly. has really inspired me to create um, we'll, we'll definitely get into the, the sort of local uh, Bay Area music scene and sort of the trials and tribulations of that but let's, uh, let's get to, back to our uh, Treasure Island music um, playlist um, first up we have um, we have Don't Wanna Lose by XX and then we'll have um, Endless Rhythm by Bio. after that and then we'll get back to our conversation on the Bay Area music scene um,
8: The when they cut you down the sauce. When they cut you down the sauce. You were glad they left you alive. When they cut you down the sauce.
0: That last track was from our Treasure Island music playlist, um, courtesy um, of Adrian and Alyssa. Um, last one was called Endless Rhythm by Bayo, and for that was Don't Want to Lose by X. Hex, uh, which which one of you guys was X and Which you guys was Bayo? So you, was okay, and you were Bayo. Uh, Bayo, yeah. Um, so we, so we were we were talking about the Bay Area uh, music scene, where we discussed Treasure Island, but now we're sort of sw- shifting gears to Bay Area music scene. Um, and AJ, you mentioned how artists like Bill and Sebastian and National would come to San Francisco and like sort of find a new inspiration, and how that doesn't and well, that's not going to happen anymore. <laughs> I mean I, I I hope it does yes. um but
6: I mean you know on, on the flip side like there's a lot of really awesome stuff going on in Oakland mm-hmm. right now and yeah. a lot of really amazing artists and um even people that are moving to Oakland and like settling there to kind of mm-hmm. lay down the roots for for the time being mm-hmm. and um yeah I mean there's there's a ton of great bands and there's there's good hip hop mm-hmm. popping up too yeah
0: so. do you guys feel like the the positive side like the sort of the 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 vibrant sort of scene that's popping up in Oakland in general is sort of not getting enough attention because it's getting all... uh, It's in the shadow of, like, oh, this person's evicted. Like, all the artists are moving out of here. Um,
7: I mean, I think the East Bay has, like... East Bay Express does a really great job of... You know, showcasing those Mm -hmm. um, those artists. But, yeah, I think San Francisco kind of... Especially a lot of writers here kind of tend to think of San Francisco as an island. Yeah. Um, And so we don't probably cover... Oakland and Berkeley artists as much as we should.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, and I, I think it's also a function of like, look how much tech journalism is like dominating the landscape now yeah. to mm-hmm. where there's not that many people who do what we do out here. And, yeah. um, but, you know, that's why we have like a good group of writers when in BAM in our writers group, mm-hmm. music writers. And I think that. Shout out BAM. Shout out BAM. <laughs> and, um, I mean, to me, like, I want to bridge the gap between Oakland and San Francisco and, yeah. like, just treat it as one Bay Area music scene. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, look in New York, right? You have Brooklyn and Manhattan, yeah. and it's it's very cross-pollinated. That's um, why
0: Treasure Island is key to that. It literally, in the, it literally is on the bridge between the East Bay and, yeah. the, and the West Bay. Yeah, there you go. Um, but, yeah, so but what about the scene in San Francisco itself? Do you feel like, um, you know, there's a lot of good music out there that's maybe not getting as much coverage as it should because everyone's gonna chase in the headline of it's the death of the scene you know like there's just they're sort of opting for the negative headlines as opposed to like you know there's actually still a scene here and people are still making good music and this is still the san francisco music scene lives on
7: i think we're kind of, we're kind of on the decline of of that headline yeah i think at this point we're trying to think more about putting legislation and putting a plan in place to save yeah. the existing establishments um and I think that there are a lot of organizations out there trying to do that and mm-hmm. doing a pretty good job making an impact.
6: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and it's, I, you know, I feel like when I, I was in New York for a while and then I, I came back about a year and a half ago, maybe maybe a little less than a year and a half. Mm-hmm. But um, when when I got back, I, I still kind of felt everybody was like feeling like things are kind of dying out. Like when, you know, John Dwyer and the OCs left, that was like a very, um, that was a big event yeah. for the music scene. Mm-hmm. But like lately... I mean, I feel inspired and I know there's a lot of artists out here who feel inspired mm-hmm. and I mean I think it's I think the music scene is dope right now and it's thriving mm-hmm. and um yeah, like the whole notion of that headline kind of dying away and I'm glad that headline is dying away. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm not I'm not one to sit here and like, you know, pine over, you know, the bad things that are happening where you know, they're, they're, there's good clubs out there that are putting on good shows. There's, you know, people booking awesome acts. And yeah. we're still a world-class live music city. And it, it affords an opportunity for, for local talent to kind of come in on the heels of that, too, and make a name for themselves. So,
0: And we begin a lot of new venues as well. We have the Armory is, mm-hmm. is supposedly gone in for the Billy Graham Theater uh, spot. And there's a, there's a new, I'm blanking on, a new venue over sort of uh, Knob Hill mm-hmm. near Polk. on Sutter what's it called the Masonic like Noggle Masonic because they redid that okay that's what it's it's on it's on Sutter Street I know but it's Um, near it's like sort of in the the Tender oh oh, that's uh, Social Hall yeah but that's that's
6: attached to the Regency okay so I think it's like in the I haven't been there yet I think it's in the basement or something like that Mm -hmm. Um, but that's I think the Regency is a massive building and I think that they've had this room for a while and they wanted to They've been wanting to open it up into, like, a, you know, small to mid-sized venue, and they've got shows going on there, too.
7: I thought, I understood it was kind of big, though.
6: I don't, I don't know the exact numbers. I don't think it's a thousand, you know what I mean? I think it's less than a thousand,
0: Mm -hmm. like, for sure. It's definitely, I feel like, more indie act-oriented or something. Yeah, like, they had
6: Neon Indian there, they had Mm -hmm. uh, Mick Jenkins play there. Oh, that's
0: that's sort of a steal for them, Neon Indian?
6: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a great new album, by the way. Um... I listened to it a little bit yesterday yeah. and it
0: sounds like Neon Indian to me it, it, it sounds sort of you would think he would go for a more smoother, more dancey sort of uh, feel but it's definitely way more distorted um, it just sounds like he was just sort of playing around with all the knobs and other uh, jigs on his uh, keyboards and synthesizers
6: I always like yeah. that track uh, Polish Girl that he did a few years ago that was like that was probably like my favorite beat yeah. of that year dun, it dun, was, dun,
0: dun, dun. yeah it was super
6: like super infectious like, yeah
0: um, did you guys see him
6: uh, when he was uh, in town? No, I saw him at the indie. I don't know, maybe four years ago with Sleigh Bells, which was a really awesome bill. Oh, yeah, 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 That, that was, was a good one. Else? That was, uh, everyone left, you know, kind of covered in sweat after Sleigh Bells yeah. type of
0: deal. <laughs> so they're all moshing and just sort of and Just jumping around and
6: dancing. I mean, like, she's, she's, a, she's a crazy yeah. front woman. Yeah. A really aw- lot of energy
0: yeah well, I mean what else are you going to do at a sleep show besides yeah. you're not going to yeah. just hold your beer and rock that, your that's
6: one show forth. where like you know there, there's there's a lot of crowds in San Francisco that just kind of you know the typical like indie crowd where they don't really bounce yes. very much they don't move much that's one show where that's not going to be a factor mm-hmm. yeah. you know
0: what I mean there's definitely a lot of just sort of you know being re- very reserved sort of uh, you know concerts uh, yeah. you know acting that people do it uh, just sort of you know you hold your beer you mean nod your head back and forth and you just stand yeah. there yeah yeah it's like even if it's like indie rock you can sort of sway you mm, can yeah. dance back and forth mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that no one's gonna like take a picture of you and it's not gonna become viral like oh look at this asshole just I, <laughs> I, I've got a buddy who
6: every time we man, go to a show together he uh he just like gets really fired up about people who don't yeah. move right he's like what the hell's wrong with these people and yeah. it's like every time it's it's actually really funny it's like you're taking
0: the spot of someone who <laughs> deserves it more than you yeah right uh, <laughs> that's why I really like enjoy the Young Thug show um, that I went to last Saturday um well, this was one of the first times my my music sort of going career that I was definitely in the upper half of people in terms of age. It was a, it was eighteen plus. Um, one of those rare shows, eighteen plus, and it was just just full of scene kids. Just sort where of where was hi- it again? The Regency. Oh, where? Just sort of hype beast kids. People just sort of decked out in that sort of streetwear that I used to be really into. Yeah. Way back when.
6: What well, what was your what was your favorite clothing brand back then, George? Uh,
0: it's definitely Stu C LRG. Yeah. We S C. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah these are just like such hype beast kids um, and they're just like just bawling out um, and also the atmosphere like, literally the atmosphere was just sweet too just THC oh yeah um, I definitely got a buzz high off just breathing the air and it was awesome and the floor was sticky with alcohol too there you go um, it, was a, it was a great show it was a great time to be alive um, at young th- and he brought his daughter out too Oh. Huh um how, but she, and she and daughter uh, she definitely looked like she was two. oh wow and she, she had an earplugs so don't worry and, um, <laughs> out, I saw I there. saw Common
6: bring his daughter out once and she it was the I think am pretty sure it's the daughter he had with Erica Badu and she must have been like 3 and she looked just like Erica looked like a mini yeah. Erica and I was like holy shit
0: yeah um, but Erica's uh, son with Andre 2000 looks more looks a lot like Andre 2000 yeah <laughs> Can you imagine that that pair of half brothers right there First of all, your mom's <laughs> just, like, amazing. Yeah. But then you have two amazing dads as well. Though Andre is more, he's, I gotta say, I, I'm gonna say Andre over, over Common. Yeah. Um, I would oof. go that way, too. I love Andre. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
6: honestly, historically, I like Common way more. I oh, mean, yeah. as far as what they've become, like, Common is such, like, a...
0: Common is so pop now. Yeah. Like, um, but Andre's doing the Gillette commercials, though. But, yeah, but Common does Gap yeah. commercials, so, I mean... I yeah, mean but Common did yeah. Resurrection, which is, yes. like...
7: Yeah, people gotta
0: pay the bills. Yeah. yeah. exactly I mean you can't be just sort of this underground, you know, real yeah. uh, nice, they
6: they both have yeah. nice beards too. They should yeah. both be in that uh that <laughs> Razor commercial. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
0: so like what what is your like if you're one of those kids, like, do you do you have to go into music? Do you like it's like what you can't just become like, um an accountant or just like any sort of you can't just like go so, to sell so insurance you can't just like go to go to college and like major in politics or something and just yeah. you know do sort of the normal track i don't know
7: well you could but yes. everybody's gonna ask you you know when's your yeah. you should make an album yeah you have some untapped musical talent
0: i know that's a lot of pressure like what if you're just not what if it just skips a generation like you you just don't have whatever the je ne sais quoi that like, <laughs> yeah uh Eric Common, and Andre did have.
7: I mean, Michael Jackson's kids aren't making music. Yeah, yeah. As far as I know, so
0: that's true. There hasn't. I haven't heard about yeah. them in a long time. The the Jacko kids. That is. That, yeah, that yeah. That's that's correct. I've not heard about them.
7: They're prop. I mean, they're like old enough to be making music. Yeah. So
6: yeah. Now what about um? And I, I used to hate on these kids, but now I kind of feel that they're like the future of like intellectual pop culture is yeah. jaden willow smith
7: yes like i don't know if they're geniuses and that terrifies me i <laughs> yeah
0: i'm i'm pretty sure jaden uh does not do multiplication and he's like borderline illiterate but what did you just, like go to go to dinner with him and he didn't fry no, or something i'm, I'm just like just, just going off his twitter which yeah are you guys have you seen yes. it? okay yeah um for those of you out there just you have to check out jaden smith's twitter it's um <laughs> It's uh, it's poetry. I don't know. I don't ha- I don't possess the vocabulary to s- describe it. Even though my job is to to write stuff and describe things and detail and you know, be a word person. I guess I just don't know how the vocabulary to describe Jaden Smith's uh, Twitter. How would you guys describe it?
7: Mm. I mean, he gets to sit and think all day, yes. and so it's kind of like if if you just think and you go off into this like. Path down your brain and you just keep going, keep yeah. going, getting further in, and then you, and then you write a tweet. Yeah, <laughs> it's very it's happened.
0: very like stream of consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's just literally on another level. He's in another galaxy. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely not. I mean, like I think like Young Thug speaks another language No, Jane Smith is yeah. just a whole another form. And of even Willow,
6: she she like interviewed somebody recently. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. It was like it was like another prominent uh, artist and at, what is she like 14 or 15 or something she's so young yeah Yeah. I don't know those kids are going to take over the world yeah. yeah you heard it here first
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's just going to be a continuous like family line of just like superstars like that's, yeah. that's, that's that's your chores right there you have to become a superstar in something mm-hmm. um, fresh prince done came a long way yeah, exactly You oh, um, know, reminds me of uh, Drake said he's trying to get back into acting and I was like that reminds me a lot of the fresh prince um, do you think do you think the acting scene is ready for for Drake, or should he just sort of because he's at he's at the peak of his powers right now?
7: Yeah, I think it it will kind of mess up his image right now. to yeah. go into acting.
0: Like, should he wait till he's like at but, least thirty or something, or like mid thirties, or maybe a couple more albums?
7: I don't know. Like, Nicki Minaj was in that movie. Yeah, with uh, like what Cameron Diaz and um.
6: Ooh, I didn't see that one. <laughs> but was she playing herself, or was
0: she?
7: No, she was playing Cameron Diaz's assistant. Okay. But it was the one uh, where, like, they're all dating that dude from Game of Thrones, and then they all like take revenge on him.
0: Uh. The, the other
7: woman. Yes, the other woman. Yes, one. she's wow. in
0: that. Okay. Uh, and
7: it's kind of weird. I mean, because she's she's like classically trained actress, you know? Oh, really? Like, really? Like, yeah, because wow. she, she went to that arts high school that was in fame or something.
6: Okay. Um, where she is? She where's she from?
7: She's from the Bronx.
6: Yeah. oh Okay. I think.
7: Yeah. Um.
6: I'm trying to think of the name of the school I know in LA there's like Hamilton High that's like the performing arts yes. school like everyone went to you know. Yeah.
0: yeah I mean there's like like a court there's so many art schools in, in New York this yeah I mean with all with all the stuff that's going mean, the Broadway and all the music stuff it's like I knew someone who went to high school in New York and majored in dance I was like one your school has ma- high school has majors and two <laughs> you can major in dance yeah um, she was a great dancer yeah I don't <laughs> I don't she, hope so. yeah she really was um, um, I think she did ballet or some sort of like classical dance like that but I was like yeah I was just in high school just sort of taking APUS and <laughs> yeah. calculus and yeah, you know the normal stuff you know hanging out with friends but she's out here just majoring in dance like you're studying for your dance test power to it uh, pa- yeah like pop quiz a dance pop quiz dance pop and everyone quiz. just gets up and it's like okay teach us, do this move and you just dance right there yeah Um, Cool Uh, So let's uh, Let's return to the music We got two more songs From our Treasure Island playlist Um, We have uh, Shamir And uh, Deer Hunter Um, So we're gonna play that And we'll come back And we'll Get back to our Shooting the shit uh, Here with um, With Adrian and Alyssa But before we get the music I just remembered Let's do Let's just plug it all out right now Let's plug the Twitters The Snapchats The Facebooks The Linkedins The Tumblrs if you want to put your phone numbers out there, you're more no. than welcome, yeah. to
6: Mac and Marco style. Yeah, addresses, too,
0: social security <laughs> number, anything goes. So, Adrian?
6: Uh, you can just hit me on Twitter, at Spinelli37, one N, two Ls, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, that's, like, the best place to
0: reach me. Yeah.
7: Yeah, me, hit too. me up. Me, too, uh, although I have the same Instagram handle. Um, it's Alys, A-L-Y-S, and then Pereira, which is, like, the hardest last name, but... Yeah. Starts to the P. Sound it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's,
6: on, okay. it's on the BFF yeah.
0: website.
7: Yeah. yeah you guys got yeah.
0: the same Google we got. Okay. <laughs> so this is uh, Demon by Shamir.
8: The honor rose, all I know, till you took me over to The dark side. The th- we stood like a monaday barney and Clyde. we'll stay on the run forget the bad things we've done we were fit for survival no books but the bible
0: last track was uh nothing ever Happened by Deer Hunter, and for that we had Demon um by shamir and um so let's talk about why you guys um chose those two tracks unless uh, well, you chose a Demon by Shamir mm-hmm. um why is that song I worth think, playing uh
7: Sh- Shamir's music I think can be uh you love it or you hate it it's mm-hmm. it's a, it's aggressive <laughs> sometimes yeah. um I think that and i've i about his voice I've heard a lot of comparisons to nina simone yeah and i had never gotten that from his music ever until mm-hmm. i like really spent time with that song um but it, it's kind of a it's a softer side of him i think um mm-hmm. and it's just it's a good um primer i think to his music
0: and uh when's he coming on uh, he's a saturday guy right
7: i think yeah i think he's on saturday i'm not sure what time i think he's
0: okay. like 3 30 or
6: I'm something sorry. right around then
7: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, And uh, Adrian, we were talking about, I was asking if we could sort of cut out from the uh, from the last song earlier, but you're like, no. And then <laughs> I heard uh, that that last, the sort of guitar solo that, yeah. that for there was awesome. Um, yeah,
6: and that, that, that guitar part is like, that's definitely like my favorite Deer Hunter song. Um, it's an older one. And uh, I, I just don't think Bradford Cox gets recognized for being a, just an amazing guitar player mm-hmm. as well as like a really accomplished songwriter. I mean, he gets yeah. credit for that, but... I love the guitar in that song, and I hope they play it this weekend. Mm-hmm. So. And he's Sunday, right? Uh, yeah, he's Sunday. He's playing the sunset time slot. Like I think mm-hmm. it's like six forty or something, whatever that is. Yeah,
0: so. you have to check my almanac uh, later. To see yeah, the right. Sunset. I know <laughs> this time of year it's around six twenty, six thirty. Yeah. yeah, farmer's almanac. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good time though. So you have yeah, um, people really get in the sort of the mood like the sun setting. Yeah. Um, but also at that time, the weather just sort of just drops. Just it could be like sunny and seventy. And then like, 20 minutes later, you're just like, oh shoot, I should have brought my jacket. Yeah, nothing What's a
6: li- nothing a light jacket can take care of.
0: You yeah. Definitely
7: bring a jacket. Yeah, yeah.
0: I it's cold out there. my first time, I had a really uh, rude experience because um, it was like, oh yeah, this is it's Indian summer. It's like Treasure Island's like not in the city, so it's like more east, so it's gonna be a little bit warmer. And I had like one really flimsy sort of long sleeve uh, t-shirt, and I ended up getting sick. Um, oh, that sucks. <laughs> I just fucked my whole week up after that. Yeah. Um, so people going to Treasure Island, make sure. It's worth lugging around that jacket for the first, like I don't know, four or five hours yeah. you get there. I just bring a backpack. They're yeah, lockers, like, too. Yeah. yeah. But they're always filled. Even when I, at, tra- at like, Outside Lands, Treasure Island, at a music festival I've been to with lockers. Just bring a backpack. Yeah. It's
6: yeah. a music festival. Bring a it's backpack. worth
0: it. Yeah. Bring your sunscreen. Bring your jacket. Um, yeah. Speaking of things, what do you guys, what's your... Do you guys bring fanny packs besides backpacks? Like, what's what's in your what's in your toolkit to optimize your festival experience?
7: Uh, it, d- it depends on if I'm shooting it or not. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to need to shoot this one, so I'll probably still bring a backpack. Actually, mm-hmm. it's a, <laughs> it's a veteran,
6: move. It's yeah. a veteran yeah. move.
7: holding a purse all day sucks. It's yeah. heavy and like your shoulder hurts. It sucks. But yeah, bring a backpack.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Great. I definitely hate holding a purse all day too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm bringing a backpack, water, uh, empty water bottle, like reusable yeah. yes. water bottle. Yeah jacket sunscreen maybe like uh sometimes i put a granola bar in there yeah you never know maybe you don't want to like
0: go get yeah food. you need the energy you know yeah mm-hmm. and, and you're not gonna pay like what eleven dollars for like a slice of pizza <laughs> yeah yeah just go for the like, they let they let those in right what the granola bars yeah they're cool that okay. oh yeah 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 that's that's that's, as long as, that's the, the, as long as there's
6: not drugs baked into them mm-hmm they'll okay, probably, uh, they'll probably uh, let those into well yeah they're not gonna <laughs> i feel like the security
0: is kind of lax yeah you could, uh, i definitely sell a lot of whiskey bottles on the ground. Yeah. Um, and there's a number of ways. We, we could get into that, but I feel like it's, since we're on the, on the air, it's not me, um uh, recommend to do that. I'm, bring, uh, I'm
6: bringing a flask. Come at me. Security. Yes. Come at me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that's that's agent's word. We word. Trimble Records does not endorse uh, sneaking in alcohol <laughs> at the, the Sumitoo Festivals. Um, so for, when you guys drop your reviews, what are you you're just going to do? Do you have any anything special planned, like top 10 moments or like sort of do, like, awards thing, like, best this, or, like, you know, or do, do like, a stats thing. So like, number of times I saw someone with Google Glass, or, like, number of times I saw someone wear, like, a headdress, or something like that, or...
7: Uh, I'm, I'm not really sure. Uh, in in my experience, it kind of... Once you go and you can actually experience the whole festival, then you can sort of better plan what your coverage is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, in years past for festivals and, and things, I've done, um, like, one proper review and then I'll do like a 10 best acts kind of thing. Yeah. Um so I may do that this year. Uh we'll see.
6: Yeah, I know um it's I mean it's always kind of up in the air. You just kind of go with the flow of how the festival goes. But I, but I will say that the what we do at Fest 300 will be really heavy on the photography. Mhm. And I have a uh, I have uh, my friend Justin Yee shooting mm-hmm. with me who's an amazing photographer. Yes, he is. Um he's at Yeesus on Instagram, Y E E S U S. Like totally. Of course. Yeah. Is that his Twitter too? Um, no, okay, yeah, his tour is different, but uh, um, follow him on Instagram, yeah, you, he's uh, like yeah. a must, must follow. I if think you like we do that, exactly right now. yeah, yes. yeah, just
0: because the, the yeast has got me right there, yeah, but I'm um, stoked,
6: he's a boss, mm-hmm. so we'll be shooting all weekend,
0: yeah. Festern has really good photos, um, yeah, there's, there's the a Burning lot Man stuff of, was good, I like that.
6: Oh man, there's there's like I, I go through a lot of photos, like, curate a lot of galleries for them, and there's some really, really great uh, photographers. There's this guy uh andrew jorgensen who has really great photos and this girl mm-hmm. uh juliana bernstein's really great yeah and um yeah our friend christina bugravsky in town has been shooting for them for us too mm-hmm. and she's really good and there's like a there's just it, it kind of makes me up my game as a photographer and like yeah. kind of study their work a little bit and figure out like god what are they doing that i can do better
0: you know yeah cause I, I feel like that the few times i've been in a photo pit i'm just there with my like this small little lens, and I see these guys with like lenses this like you know foot long, um, you know like lenses more expensive than my laptop. And like mm-hmm. these guys are hardcore, and they're just like yeah, yeah. they have two, and they like super like these like high industrial straps. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see someone do like yeah. a
6: cartoon of that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> exactly. like you know uh, like photojournalist cartoon. Yeah. Like here I am, and here's this guy with this like thing that just goes all the way like mm. into yep. the stage.
0: Yeah, they they just like they just go they, camera by camera. They take one photo, of another camera, and switch. Um, I've seen some guy just like just switch a lens out of like replace a lens with one handed just like boom just back back just in the middle he was in the photo pit and someone's playing on he just like took it off with one hand put it back and just all in the span of like 10 seconds yeah. I was, like this guy is a <laughs> fucking pro
7: there's a real etiquette in a photo pit yeah. you really gotta stand yeah. out of the way you know be yeah. aware of who's around you
6: yeah and some, some of these like mm-hmm. little Oakland festivals though they were letting like just everybody in the photo pit and there'd be these kids with these iPhones and oh. it's like I'm just trying to you know get like a decent shot and some kid would bump into me and it's like man yeah. like mm-hmm. you know
0: I if you're just gonna use the iPhone just you just take the photo of someone's it's Instagram just like yeah. go to the geotag it's and, not allowed and go through oh, rhythm. Really? and like a legit festival like treasure yeah. I mean,
6: you can't bring your iPhone in yeah, you know, yeah. like into
0: the pit like, yeah it's just not it's not chill it's, it's disrespectful do it. to the photographer absolutely I mean absolutely. especially the guys with the fucking like the guys yeah. you mentioned like yeah. if I were him was like you know I did not go through photography school and take out all this photography school debt and you know, come up from the streets and, uh, of you know, learn the craft out there, photography, for you to just bring your iPhone uh, into this photo pit, you know. So it's just very disrespectful. Yeah, I, mm-hmm.
6: I wonder how the artists feel, too, you know what I mean? Like, if they play, like, a you know, like Treasure Island, Outside Lands, or reputable festivals where the rules do mm-hmm. apply, but when they go to, like, some of these smaller up-and-coming festivals, like, I wonder how the artists are like, what yeah. the hell is this guy doing with their iPhone, or maybe it's one of their friends, you know, yeah. like an artist friend or something like that, but...
0: Now what is it it's this very bush league in my opinion yeah. and I agree. And Treasure Island doesn't have that. They yeah. they're legit And there's players.
6: no dancing in the photo pit either. Yeah. Have like, you seen that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's it's funny cuz like I used to do some sports writing in college and um the the old sports adage is there's no cheering in the press box. And so it goes there's no dancing in the photo pit, yeah. you know, at a concert. So
0: there, there's no dancing in the photo pit, and yeah. there's no cheering in the sports box, and there's no sex in the champagne room. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Um, so we're also we're coming to the end of the show. Um it's gone by so fast. Um we got we got one more song lined up, uh, from Treasure Island. Um one of the few rap acts. It's uh Run the Jewel's are they the only rapid? They're not the only. No, role. Big Grams. Okay, yeah. oh, that's right. Yeah, Big yeah. Rams. Okay, because
7: Azalea was supposed to play. Okay,
0: yeah. um, can't say I'm surprised by Azalea canceling. I'm not either. it just yeah. also bums
7: me out. It
0: yeah. it is kind of bummer because she is talented. She's raw. She's she she obviously yeah. has a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like she'll go in for the kill, like, but she just if she would focus all that energy on productive means instead of. Being really homophobic on Twitter and all sorts of phobics and isms and stuff,
4: Mm.
6: but Um, but I mean that the Big Rams performance, their their first performance, like that's pretty special. and then we get that, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's like when D'Angelo played the first show of the Black Messiah tour was in Oakland at the Fox, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's like we're getting we're getting some good ones here. Yeah.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, his um, his set at Outside Lands was phenomenal. Yeah, thumbs up. It was absolutely mesmerizing. Um, I was like. It, it was it was it was sparse for D'Angelo. I mean, there's definitely people there. Yeah, uh, it got more packed. It was one of those where it like took
6: it took a getting into the set for yeah. it to fill up. Yeah, mm-hmm.
7: yeah. I w- I was surprised that there were not more people at that set. He was so yeah. good,
0: which is good though. Yeah, I like that. Um, good for us. Benefits yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. But I but the I want as many people to get to know D'Angelo, and I feel like he just deserves as many people as uh, as as possible. Um, what do you guys think? Like the the biggest differences between Besides the obvious one between like outside lands and, and treasure island like do you get like a do you feel like there's different people uh who go to treasure island just sort of the in terms of style and like demographics and stuff
7: i mean i think that treasure island is to outside lands what FyF is to coachella mm-hmm. to a to a lesser degree yeah. yeah like treasure island booked a lot of buzzy bands and yeah. i remember some of my friends who are not Mm-hmm. who do not keep up with the music scene or like who are all these people I was like don't worry you'll know them in a few months Yeah. yeah. and now they now they do know them but like mm-hmm. it, you know at the time it was like kind of unheard of that they didn't mm-hmm. you
6: know yeah and I also feel like it's less of a destination <coughs> like outside lands you get a lot of people coming into town yeah. where mm-hmm. I saw a lot of Dodgers hats yeah uh, a lot of LA gear yeah Where Treasure Island's more of like I used to, it's, it's a locals festival mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like mm-hmm. more for us yeah. and uh yeah, I like, I, feel like I like that.
0: A lot of people outside and go for like the scene, definitely for the, the food and the beer uh, and, and the wine. Yeah, I mean, it's become so much more than just music. And that's not yeah. to say that yeah. Treasure Island
6: isn't either. I mean, they just got a comedy tent this year. And
7: yeah.
6: Go eat the paella, the paella guy. That's like my number one call for the food. Yeah, Treasure I saw Island. that in your, your preview. That guy's the man.
7: Yeah, they got that maker's thing. I made a leather bracelet last year, which is oh, really? cool. Yeah, oh. I haven't, haven't worn it since, but it's awesome. <laughs> there
0: was a cool little like pirate cove set up inside of the back of a truck I went last year. Um, I it was like that double decker bus thing, was that what it was or no? Oh. No no, oh, it, was yeah, like a, it was like it was like a yeah. U Haul. The double decker was cool, but yeah. there was like a U Haul thing sort of decked out in like pirate stuff and all sorts of weird stuff. But yeah. Mm. Uh,
7: yeah. There were like cider bars.
0: Really? Yeah.
7: Oh. <laughs> I love cider. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all over.
0: Are you guys gonna check out the San Disco?
7: I
6: haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did it once as fun. Like I honestly, I kind of just want to walk by it and look at people doing it. Cause that's just as much fun too. You yeah. Know what I mean,
0: it's, it's always awesome. Like you just take a break, take the headphones off and you just hear, you just see all these people just dancing and just, you hear like people hear this yeah. and shuffling and then yeah. start kicking up. Yeah.
6: It's, it's definitely like a social experiment.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so we are, we're down to our last song. Um, <coughs> it's uh, almost closing time. Um, any uh, last remarks any, any shout outs uh, you guys want to give that you can shout out anyone uh, mom friends uh, uh,
7: my friend Amy is listening so yes.
0: hi Amy uh, was she the one who t- I, I saw someone tag me on Facebook was that uh,
7: oh I don't know I'm not
0: sure uh, shout out to Amy for listening um, yes Amy
7: Lebet yeah I, uh, Amy Levitt Sammer
0: L- yeah shout out to her um, and shout out to Ian Markey he commented on the Facebook oh, uh, post as what's well what's
7: up Ian <laughs>
6: Um, I think my old man's tuning in from Brazil. Oh, nice. On BFF.fm, So, hey, pops.
0: <laughs> how do you how do you say that in, in Portuguese? Oi, right. it's just hello. It's right. Yeah, oi. I love the sound of Brazilian Portuguese. Yeah, I, yeah. Like the yeah. City of Guys is my favorite movies, and I don't even read the subtitles. I just like love the sound of Brazilian Portuguese. Yeah,
6: it's yeah. I, I'll tell you what. I definitely like Brazilian Portuguese a lot.